How did America get so racist? I don't know, evolution. We evolved that way. Yeah, we just grew into it. Like it's kind of like a new pair of shoes. I feel like that's a good place to start. Hey, everybody, this is uh, Wild Wasteland, where we talk about the crazy shit going on in our crazy place that we called Earth. Uh, essentially, the Wild Wasteland. I'm Michael Johnson. And I am Dean Maldonado. So, uh, Dean, what are we talking about today? Whales? No, 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 no. Uh, Something way better. I like, I like uh, so, so, uh... You know, we as humans are very aggressive. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, we're super aggressive animals. I mean, that's why we're fucking top of the food chain, and we're about yeah. half the size of the main predator on land. Uh huh. Um, because what we're really good at is war. War. You ever read uh, the Art of War? War never changes. Sun Tzu. Yeah. No. Oh. Never heard of it. Well, you would have understood my uh, my plan here. What's your plan? Well, uh, you know, you keep your friends close, but you keep your enemies closer. Nice. If it Wait. Were, if it were done today, it would be keep your friends close, but do podcasts with your enemy. I'm your enemy? I don't know. Are you? I don't know what I'm insinuating now. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, wait, did you say wink, wink, or not, or did I feel that? This is an audio thing. Wait. What is this, a podcast? I don't know. Why is it called, like, why? why wait. Why would you ever... Is it called a podcast because the iPod was so popular? Yeah. Wow, fuck Apple. Yeah, they, um like, uh, back at the beginning of podcasts, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, whenever it first started, uh, Apple was the big uh, dog on town in town, and they used iTunes, and they were just like, yeah, let's sleep. let's uh, let's uh, do this one thing called a podcast on, uh, as an option for download or whatever, and uh, I don't know the fucking history of it, but... The name stuck. Wow. That is shitty. Uh, but yeah, so well, we are- shitty for them, because look at how successful podcasts are, and uh, they didn't- That's right. They did, they, not, they did not corner the market when they should have. Well, they They're, can't, because like you can't like retroactively do that. Like, every podcast that exists, you have to pay us a dollar. Well, of course. That's why I said they, they should have. Well, they they should. I'm not, I'm not saying, I don't know how say, you could without looking like a dick. I'm not saying they they should now. I said they should have. They had the opportunity to corner the market, and they didn't even think of how popular and successful these things would be. Yeah, weird. I know. Thing. Yeah, but so um, like open mics for our uh, five faithful listen listeners, listeners. Yeah, all five of you: Steve, uh, Brandon, uh, Alan, my uh, mom, Eric, and your mom. Yeah, my mom's a pretty faithful listener. Thank God for Jewish mothers. They always support you. She's like, oh, Dean, I was listening to the podcast the other day. Yeah, that's not how my mom talks. Oh, it was so great. I love everything you say. What's that guy on you? I don't like him much. Okay, that sounds more like my mother. Oh, but, Dean, uh, when are you coming home? <laughs> okay, stop, so stop, much. stop, stop. You're giving me fucking anxiety over here. When oh, are you God. Getting Shut the fuck up. Just stop. What are you having those kids? I'm going to mute your mic. You son of a bitch. Trying to get through that muting. So, to our listeners out there, while uh, while Mike is on mute, uh, let's shit talk him. Nah, I'm kidding. We're going to talk about one of my favorite wars. So, uh-huh. Wait, what oh, war? Oh, hey, Mike. Hey, hey, hey. World War II? No. That was my favorite war. Yeah, I mean, I liked it way more than World War I. Which was the war between first cousins, where literally nobody gained or lost any land. 
World War One's interesting because it, it was kind the of was just of a bunch empires. of empires. Yeah, so. but it was kind of just a bunch of first cousins just throwing soldiers at each other until they were like, "Are you bored?" They're like, like "Yeah, I'm bored." They're like, "All right, let's just call it." Hey, you want to dig uh, some trenches and shit? Yeah, like uh, you know, we got all these bombs and gases and shit. We got these guns. Yeah, man. That was the Italians. I believe it. Yeah, those dirty, fucking Italians. But so I have, I have a. Uh, a very deep affinity for the the country of Australia because what's going on in Australia? Well, Wait, they're a part of World War One. Yeah, well, of course they're a British. Uh, they're a British uh, fucking monarch. They're part of the monarchy. Yeah, they're uh, uh, whatever it's called. Who cares? <laughs> so, uh, in 1932, sovereignty. So 1932, right? Yeah, what happened? Right in, in between the two world wars. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's right after World War Two. It's like during the Great Depression. It was just before. No, I meant World War One. It's right after. World yeah, World I was gonna say just before World War Two. I was like, what, what are you uh, talking about? Well, not just before. It's like eight more years. Yeah, like eight more yeah, years. Yeah, something until, like that. Uh, the Blitzkrieg started. Yeah. Yeah. yeah November yeah. in nineteen forty. But so, uh, Australia is a very interesting continent. They have this thing called the uh, the Green Circle which is a mountain range that quite literally runs in a circle around the entire country. And on the outer part of it is all forests. Aye, the the forest uh, of the green circle. Like up in in Brisbane is the original rainforest. It was- The the first one? The very first one. It's where the first wide leaf plant was ever found. It was where the first citrus fruit developed. Um, It's where the first mammals really developed. Aye, and we found it. And so, Oi, uh, you in the middle, bloody in in the middle, there's a there's a um giant desert. I mean, oh. like in the very center of the continent. When I was there uh, about a year and a half ago, at this point, um, it was a very wet year, and it was actually the first time nice. that it had rained in the center of the continent. Mm-hmm. And there was news reports about how these uh these Aboriginal children. Uh, at age 15, it was their first time ever seeing rain. Uh, what they think it was? They were terrified. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, you came here, the fucking sky is falling on you. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, how we are with global warming. It's currently 45 degrees in Chicago. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. So it's like, I feel like them. I'm just like, what's going on? And looking up at the sky. There's yeah, no man. God, though. There's yeah, no but I mean, God. come on. Three, three years ago, this same time, Chicago didn't break... It did not go above zero degrees for over two weeks. Those were the days. Yeah, man. But uh, but so basically, when um, when the Australians came back from World War One, mm-hmm. they um, they kind of moved all over the continent. Now the way everyone knows that, like, oh, Australia was made by uh, by felons and prisoners of yeah. England, which it was, but yeah, it was it also was. mainly like fucking tax evaders. Yeah, well, it no. It was very... Like, the people that were sent to Australia were, like, sent there for really petty crimes. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, like tax evasion, uh, shop shoplifting, like... Pretty much anyone that the royalty didn't really want around, you know? Like, oh, we're going to send the Maldonados over there. I would have loved that. That would have been great. But um, what they did when they got there is that they actually would work off their sentence by doing... Um, you know, general, uh, in by building infrastructure 
Yeah, what the Australians called uh, work. Oi, it's work. Yeah, so like they would, you know, pave a road. They paved a road that went all the way around the entire country. Well, you got to do it. These aboriginals aren't doing it. And once White you gonna come do it. And once you worked off your your sentence, you were a free person and you could go build your home basically wherever you were. Yeah. And so in uh, northwestern Australia, there's a place called Darwin. Okay. Um, and now Darwin is uh is very it's very lightly populated at this point, but it used to be a big booming uh farm town. And uh so up near Darwin there was a bunch of farms and they were trying to grow crops, but um <laughs> there was a there was a giant dust bowl and so they kind of they kind of gave up on it. But <laughs> Oh, you talking about the Dust Bowl in America? No, 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 no. I'm talking about in Australia. Oh, okay. I know that there was a Dust Bowl in America because we're dumb and don't know how to actually do rotational cropping. Yeah, we're just like but, planting shit. Yeah, we're planting shit everywhere, and we're like, that looks good. It's kind of like how the Irish had the potato famine because they didn't realize that potatoes suck all the nutrients out of the dirt, and you really can't grow anything there after it. Well, they just use the one type of potato. I know. There's, there's like 14 million types of potatoes. I know. You just got to rotate the crops. Yeah, but you can't do potatoes twice in a row. You got to do something that's going to re re uh, fertilize with Corn all the nutrients. Corn fucking sucks. Oh yeah, carrots are too hard. But so so they were growing. I believe it was wheat. Yeah, I believe they were growing wheat, and uh, there is a bird in Australia called the emu. Yeah, this motherfucker is pretty scary. Yeah, it's like six feet tall. Yeah, I've. When I when I was out in Brisbane, I was uh, I went to this like uh, koala sanctuary, and um, there was a place there was a part where like you could like it was like three bucks and you buy like a bag of feed and you go out and you feed kangaroos from your hand. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, it was really cool. But there were a couple emus in there, yeah, and they had dicks. a bunch of signs that were like, "Do not try and feed the emus." Yeah, I think I know why. They're hyper aggressive. And yeah, um, we might be getting to why they're uh, why they're so hyper aggressive. Yeah, but so basically, I mean, come on, they're they're about six feet tall. They average about 120 pounds. God damn! They can run a around 40 miles an hour. It's like a T Rex from Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, effectively. And the, the small ones, it's like clever girl. <laughs> it's like those Velociraptors. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. But so they. But in Australia, of course, because all the shitty things are in us. It's like the shittiest people, the shittiest animals. Like when you look up the ten poisonous animals, uh, seven of them live in Australia. Oh, I know. It's incredible. Like, Literally, like everything there is like made to kill each other. Yeah. And well, that's you a, can't even escape anything because the water is surrounded by like seven of the most deadliest fish. Yeah. Uh, scorpion and, fish. And uh, the uh, the most dangerous jellyfish live around there. Box jellyfish. Oh, those are the worst. I, I like know. the jar jellyfish. I do like jar jellyfish. Uh, they do a lot yummier. Box yeah. ones. What kind of maniac? Box what? box jellyfish are terrifying. They're they're so small that you can hardly see them in the water. And swim they swim up your dick. No, they travel in swarms. Oh god. And um, one box jellyfish sting uh, is enough to paralyze a limb. Mm. And they travel in swarms, so you don't even see them coming so you when you're pa- out. All your limbs swimming. are paralyzed. Yeah, and they just like fucking paralyze your entire body and kill you. God damn, that's even more terrifying. I thought yeah. your limbs, I thought like and the legs and, and arms. they're about each one is about the size of like the tip of your thumb. Jesus Christ. Um, but so emus, 
they uh, like all birds, they migrate. Yeah. Um, and they migrate west. Of course. And they so go west. When west they're, side, best side. Normally, yeah, they'd be running through the desert until they get to the uh, the ocean or something. Until they get to like the the wooded land they like to mate in. Oh, oh yeah, it was sexy time for emus. Yeah, but oh, all the Australians were out there trying to farm. The fu- idiots! Why are they trying to farm? Don't they know it's a desert? Yeah, but I mean, come on, you can always you can always do it. Why not, right? Fair enough. But so, uh, basically. The the emus were running were running west and they ran into all these farms of wheat. Yeah, they and just obviously after the, World War Two. And obviously they were like, huh, a bunch of free food. <laughs> yeah. Fuck fucking, let's just eat. Yeah, because and so they started running around that area and they would just be eating all the crops and God the farmers. The farmers had really like two options: it was either try and go out there and fight the emus off their crops. Yeah. Or leave. And Australians, I mean, they're they're pretty tough. Yeah, and, they're pretty they're pretty you know, headstrong. Yeah. Oh, very headstrong. And uh, you know, so a couple of people died trying to defend their trying to defend their farms. God damn, these emus aren't fucking around. No, dude, they're very they're vicious. Um, like, dude, I just want the wheat. They're like, and no, so, it's our wheat. <laughs> so uh, so a bunch of the farmers got together and they they complained to the government. They're like, there are massive packs of emus. Just running around here, eating all of our crops, and when we try and stop them, they attack us. What a bunch of assholes! So, uh, the first act was uh, was one of diplomacy. Okay. Um, now what they did is they basically uh, just signed a bill. Wait, to- who signed a bill? Was it George uh, George Pence? Yeah. How do you know so much about? I don't know because because uh, they're giving. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Australian kind of a prime buff. ministers. He was the uh, the minister of defense, I think, and he uh, was. And they uh, all the people like ran to him. They're like all these farmers, are, like just like, oh man, hey, uh, Mr. Pence, uh, you helped us in the in the first uh, the first war. Uh, can you help us uh, with this emu problem? And of course, they went to the ministry of defense because why would you go to agriculture? You know, like try to ask for, you know. Uh, like a subsidence or something, or like oh, like a hey, we need some subsidies over here. Like help us with our farming. But nah. yeah, there, there's no help. There's no way in hell. Yeah, these are former veterans. Point, these are <clears throat> World War One veterans here. Yeah, and also Australia just spent most of their money fighting that war. Well, also uh, the economy just went to shit because the fucking uh, um, the Great Depression started. And I don't know if you know this during the Great Depression, but all imports uh, into a country just stopped. They weren't importing. They weren't importing anything to the country. Yeah. And Australia's main money maker, uh, it's exports. Of course, you know what they're. <laughs> you know, you know to this day what their top three exports are, right? Uh, emus. No. Koalas. They, they wish. Koalas. No, they keep all those cute little fuckers. Fuck. Um, sand. Eh, close. <laughs> the uh, the number one export is coal. Okay, yeah, I get that. The number two export is uh, I can't. It's uranium. Oh, all right. You love your. This there's not a podcast as far as exists that you don't mention uranium. I know. I love uranium. Uh, but their third is uh, coffee actually. Oh, coffee. But that that 
literally just surpassed uh, entertainment and to- <laughs> slash tourism. Entertainment? What the fuck? That's, what? that's the who's, U.S. Who's buying this Australian entertainment? Uh, all of England. What is what is their entertainment? Do you even know? When you were there, did you see anything? I, yeah, they have great soap operas. Oh my god! Have you ever have you ever heard of uh the uh, and- Heath Ledger? No. Huh? Who's that idiot? I don't know. He was Australian. Uh, uh, he- you ever heard of uh either the Hemsworth brothers? No. Uh, Australian as well. But either way, um. Well, I was going to make a few jokes about it. I was about to say, um, uh, the United States, our biggest export is entertainment. Yeah, because we have Hollywood. Oh, wow. Who gives, <laughs> a f- who, who gives a fuck? We have Hollywood. We have Georgia. We have say, uh, in- Toronto. I was say, India India's, has Bollywood, and uh, and they don't even put out as much shit. I mean, they do put out a ton of shit. But they yeah, they put out a ton. We got to talk about Well, that's because Nef- Netflix really jumped on Bollywood. They were like, give us everything. Either way. Um, so, yeah, the, so they always the were Ministry exporting. Of Defense? Yes, yeah, so the Ministry of Defense was like, all right, that's it. So yeah, Call signs, in one of the Calvaries. No, he signs this bill into order, right? Oh, yeah, the bill. <clears throat> that bill is uh, pretty great, you know, because the first act was always diplomacy, right? Like, you got to try, you you try to negotiate. You got to try, try and really, uh, yeah, level with the birds and so, tell them what they're doing wrong so we can we can just conference so like and what have kind a of summit. D- diplomatic bill did he did uh, did Mr. Pence put in the put in the sign? Uh, it was actually a it was called it was an act of protections. Oh, and okay. basically to protect the emus. No, to protect himself and his reputation. Oh. You, have, you ever heard of a limited liability company? E- yeah, I, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's like where like a big company will become an LLC because yeah. if, if someone gets hurt on the job, they can't sue the owners; they can only sue the company. Yeah, effectively, he made himself a limited liability company in this matter, and so they couldn't sue him directly. They could only sue like the government, and he would be out of it. Interesting, because he because he was like, yeah, this bill kind of shows that I knew about it, and I tried to do something about it, and you can't blame me now. <laughs> and uh, almost like obviously, covering his ass. Well, of course, because he why wouldn't, why wouldn't want you? His name associated with the Great Emu War of nineteen thirty two. So so well, what happened point, after this bill then? Well, at that at that point with the bill, it was just kind of like the great emu scuffle. <laughs> but um, but right. So uh, so so George Pence made the farmers sign an agreement saying that not only uh, will he not be held responsible uh, if this whole thing goes tits up, but uh, but that the farmers who are already struggling will pay for all of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, right. Come on, let's just. You know, pile well, on the nice is, guy. So this is 1932, though, because uh, you have to be. Because, oh, everyone has all this faith in the government. Oh, at that point, yeah. It's like I mean, World they, War they just I, won just, a war. Yeah, like everything's going like, oh, every, I mean, the government be, will take care of us. They gave us this land that you they know, didn't You know what's kind want. of insane is that actually since war, World War I, um, to this day, the country of Australia has been in an armed conflict in some part of the world. It's, and it, it all started with this. Yeah, this this is the first armed conflict <laughs> that they've this? been in. And so uh so George Pence he uh he called up this um this uh this major in oh. in the in the army uh and he put him in charge. Oh good. Yeah, someone was it just him? <laughs> was it just this one guy? No, he put he put he put him in charge and 
that guy was like, yeah, they're emus. <laughs> like, uh, a bunch of stupid birds. They're like, send, send two guys. So it was him and two guys. Yeah, so so he sent two guys armed with uh with each each of them had an LMG, so a, so an a light machine gun. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? It seems like a little bit of overkill. Yeah, and they they each got ten thousand rounds of ammunition. Uh huh. Um, and he was like, "All right, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna basically go put them out there with uh bullet chainsaws, effectively, and just cut these fucking birds down." Yeah, yeah, let's get them. America, I mean Australia, Australia, Australia. Australia, Australian zombie. Nah, they just yell Australia, Australia. Yeah, Australians love shortening everything. They're just like Americans. Yeah, they're worse. Like, uh, well, yeah, the the, the the first place that cricket was ever professionally played, and the first like where I went to go see uh, Australian footy, Australia. It's called the MCG. Uh, most uh, it's short for the Municipal Commonwealth Grounds. Oh. And uh, most people just call it the G because they don't even want to call it the MCG. Literally three three letters was too much. So they added three more and kept one. And they're like, that's shorter, the G. Pretty soon in the future, it's just going to be those as a G. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do the G. Like, uh, like um, your, your Australian nickname would be Moz or Mozzie because they literally just take your first letter and add it to Ozzy. Ah, it's Mozzy. Yeah, hey. Mozzy. Hey, Dozzy. No, it'd be Doz. Hey, Doz. Hey, Moz. <laughs> I feel like Snoop Dogg. Why? You don't sound like him. Schnizzle Whizzle. Okay, now Benizzle. you sound like him. There you go. Dozzy. <laughs> but so, uh, so with those two guys, he was like, eh, we should give him some kind of backup. Send a camera crew. Yeah, get some good, uh, get some good, <laughs> get some good footage, footage of us, yeah. uh, of us really kicking some ass. Some propaganda pictures going on over here. And uh, how'd that do for them? <laughs> <laughs> so in November of 1932, all right, uh, the two-man battalion with their camera crew found the emus. Yeah, up in uh, it's called Campion. Campion. Oh, yeah, it's it's like, like just south. It's southwest of uh, Darwin. It's inside the. It's inside the desert because Darwin's up in the green circle. So, um, day one, Darwin, sissy, <laughs> me so and Dozzy, they we're uh, over here hunting the, hunting the emus with right. our camera crew. Look at that gorgeous emu. We got 10,000 six rooms. foot. I just want to fuck it. It's about 3.2 meters. Oy, it's like do we do meters keys. here? Do we do feet? Because I know in no, they're metric. In UK they do the feet. They do metric. Oi, it's weird though. Yeah, like like uh, metric systems still use like the pound for some mm. reason. Because there's a lot of like items in the world that are sold by pounds instead mm-hmm. of by kilos. Because it's bigger. Exactly. More American. But so uh, so emus. I mean, they're fucking big. Yeah, they're they're giant. heavy. Uh-huh. And they run insanely fast because they're birds, of course. And they yeah. can't fly. So what the hell? What the hell else are they gonna do? You can't walk. You can't fly, then you fuck. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't fly, you run. Yeah. Look at a look at a road runner. The the, the road runner of the American Southwest. They literally can't fly, so it just fucking sprints everywhere. They so things don't kill it. Coyotes are after those. Uh, yeah, I actually I actually hit a road runner with uh, with my car once. That's all the road runner really needed in the fucking Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Coyote just need needed a, a nice. Uh, 
a nice Mazda three. <laughs> Just a two thousand eight Mazda three. Two thousand six. Wow. And I uh I hit wow. it. I hit it in New Mexico. And I just saw this poof. It's like a big puff of, of feathers. feathers. Yeah, I saw it in my rearview mirror and I was like, shit. And I got out and I looked at the front fender and there's a bunch of feathers just stuck in it. Like, so I took one out and I put it in my hat. Ah, uh, like Dozy did. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, so um, how, so how, but, how'd, the, how'd the first battle go? <laughs> it so, seemed extraordinarily well because they're very well armed. Yeah, I mean, come on. They were they were it's so they literally technology. were like two Rambos walking up to fight yeah. emus instead of fighting the entire uh flightless ostriches essentially. Yeah, effectively. And uh and so the the emus they would move as a pack and as soon as they they sensed danger because obviously I'm sure when they heard a <laughs> of them loading these massive guns. That sounds guns, a little weird. Yeah. They would scatter. Oh, like birds do. Oh, of course. <laughs> you ever you ever walked up to a to a bunch of uh, pigeons like feeding on something and on the just ground? No, you just oh. clap. Oh, yeah. And they all, just, that. they all just, poof, just fly yeah. away immediately because it's so that's terrifying what they did. them. Uh, yeah. So um, they... they uh, they kept focusing on like a couple at a time. Yeah. And it really wasn't going anywhere. Oh. Cuz they uh they they really I mean as soon as they started firing the guns like they would all scatter. Uh-huh. And also uh I mean it's 1930s. Like they don't have the the same kind of belts that we have to feed in the ammo. Right, so like right. their guns kept jamming and like uh, they eventually just got a truck so they could keep up with the fucking emus. And um so they're bouncing around in Australia on these trucks. Yeah, they have good suspension. No, oh, it's the 30s. So this is back when like uh, <laughs> someone would do a stunt with a car and the car would go off a jump and it would land and then like all four tires would just pop off because yeah. it just like doesn't know what the hell that happens. So so I imagine it's like a plank of wood with four wheels on it in Australia outback. Yeah, kind of. Maybe L- the a little bumpiest, bit more rugged than that, but um, maybe the bumpiest thing in the world. But so. So they, uh, by, by like the third day, they had gone through about a quarter of their ammo. So about three tw- days, about 2,500 rounds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they only killed like 300 birds. Wow. That's pretty pathetic. Yeah. Cause it was packs of like thousands of emus. Yeah. They're after, I think like 20,000 emus. Yeah. Something like that. And so they, uh, <laughs> kind of a failure. So these two guys were like, shit, this is not going to work. Let's call in for some support. So they yeah. go to the farmers, and they're like, hey, come on. Come help us. We're, we're, we're getting this shit out of your land, and uh, come help us. Yeah, you recruit the farmers, and hopefully they But they're farmers. Yeah. They don't know how to fight. Well, they're veterans so, from World War One. What do you mean? Most of the farmers. I know, but they don't know how to fight when they don't have a goddamn gun. They don't know how to fight a six-foot bird. They're birds. Come yeah, on. And they're terrifying. Their eyes are massive. They have these sharp beaks, these real big legs that they kick you with, these giant claws that can literally like, tear your chest open. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, they're fucking terrifying, dude. And so uh, they tried to fight them again, and oh, they, they uh, severely lost. Oh. Like a lot of the farmers got injured. Like... <laughs> uh, the, you know, their guns kept jamming, and so there was actually a quote that I, I love this quote from uh, from one of the two guys out there. Yeah. He said, uh, he said um, you know, we just kept firing, 
and it was like the emus would just absorb the bullets and keep yeah. running at us. You just couldn't take it down. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's like there were tanks. They yeah, said. like yeah. they were tanks. They would take ten rounds to kill. Mm, yeah, of a fucking mach- light machine gun, where the round is about like the size of your finger. Yeah, about the middle size finger, of like my yeah. middle finger. It's probably about like two, three inches long. Yeah, um, about the size of my dick. And so, uh, basically, they were like, "All right, that's it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it." Uh, so war was pull it back. undeclared. So they they lightly surrendered. They kind oh. of put it on hiatus because when you're not really fighting against something that can think or speak, you don't really be like, "Hey guys, we're done." <laughs> well, it's a, it's a interesting because the uh, the minister of uh, agriculture, I think, he uh, he told to George, uh, the the the, uh, the guy that started this whole thing, uh, "Should we give the emus medals?" Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, clearly they won. He he had uh, a lot of egg on his face that day. I tell you, boy, I tell you. Because effectively, uh, an ostrich egg on his face. Oh, but uh, but so basically, that's a big egg. George Pence was like, "All right, fuck it, we're done. No we're more done. war. No more war. Get these things out of here. We're and done." Everyone's like, but, "Yeah, but you said you'd do this one thing." He's like, "Hey, remember that bill I signed? <laughs> LLC, scot free." Yeah, he's like, "You can't touch me." I, I am untouchable. Diplomatic immunity. And so, uh, you know, the farmers, they got real pissed when they saw the soldiers left. And, <laughs> you know, the soldiers were like, yeah, we're not fucking coming back. And so they, they went and they yelled at uh, George Pence. And so he was like, fuck it. Round two. <laughs> round two? What? After four days? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Round, round two. And so the second time around, they sent a actual battalion with a bunch of guns. Right. And um, they figured out, you know, how to kind of like trap the pack and kill them and kill them off. But, yeah. And they started killing about 300 a week. Oh, nice. Um, no, I think it was still the three guys at that point. Yeah. He, he sent them back. It wasn't a battalion. No, it was, a, <laughs> it was, it was different a, guys. No, it was the three guys. The same three guys. I thought it was different guys. Nah. It's huh. not, it happens. They sent the soldiers back out, right? Yeah. And, um,. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they learned how to actually trap them. They were killing about 300 a week. Nice. That's going that's going pretty good. Not not enough to really take out 2,000. No, no, not at all. Or 20,000. Not at all. So people were like, all right, good job, but like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think the news had a field day with them. Oh, I'm sure. Like, uh, Australia loses emu war or something. I say that was literally when Rupert Murdoch was, uh, was a reporter starting out at his dad's paper. Um <laughs> Who, if you don't know, listeners, R- Rupert Murdoch is the man who uh, owns Fox News. He also owns and runs uh, The Sun and The Daily Mirror mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much every news agency. Really, he like runs basically every right-wing news agency in, in um, English-speaking countries. Odd thing, too. Also owns a flock of emu. I heard. I don't know if that's yeah, true. Yeah, let's confirm that before we start spreading it. Yeah. Well, but, he definitely owns Emu then. But so after uh after shooting literally 9,900 bullets. 9,900 bullets? Yeah. They only had 986 confirmed kills of Emus. And so and that's, so uh, the pretty pathetic. So so the major, you know, major uh technically his last name is Meredith. Mer- major Meredith. He uh, he admitted defeat. 
The war was lost. The war was lost. The emus won. Emus won the war, you fucking bastards. And so what they did was what they should have fucking done the entire time. What'd they do? They put a bounty out on the heads of the emus. Oh. And uh, about five, sense. about 50,000 emus were killed within the next six months. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because uh, the Australian people were like, wait, I can get money for killing an emu? Yeah. Like there, it was I'll a go lot take of one money, down. too. Yeah, yeah. It was like $200. Yeah, which in the 30s, that's like a million. That was like a million dollars. But so, and so yeah, they, they about fifty thousand emus were killed within the next six months. But yeah, bet, Australia lost the war to a pack of emus. That's some pretty crazy shit going on in this wild God, wasteland. It's such a dumb war. I love it. Well, you know, it, I don't know. I think I think I could one up you. All right, go ahead, try. Yeah, cause uh, cause I brought in a stupid war. Oh, did you now? What? Yeah. Is this a uh, pulling something out of your sleeve? Yeah, I'm just pulling it out of my sleeve right now. Uh, it's called the Emu War. Ah, tell me more. Uh, it happened in Australia in 1932. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. I I I lost it. I know. I know. I know. I saw it. I oh, saw it. I'm just. Were you just shuffling through papers? Yeah. I actually thought I wrote something else here. Oh. You know you don't do that much research and back work on this stuff. I'm, I'm really the, the researcher of the group. There's a lot of research in there. You skipped over a lot. I'm actually kind of sad. Well, you're welcome. Wow. So uh, I brought in <clears throat> what's known as uh, the, the War of the Bucket. And you might like, be thinking. Like a bucket? Yeah, like a bucket. Like a pail? Yeah, like uh, you know the thing that you use to like carry water. Yeah, like a pail. Yeah, it's like that. Is this in Australia as well? No, somewhere okay. way stupider. That's it, because you know, you know that like Australia was literally bought by the British for with a bucket. Yeah, it was a bucket and a pair of scissors. Hey, you know we all <laughs> did the. Did they have a war over it? No, but they had uh, to, they had to make a treaty with uh, New Zealand because they couldn't get past the Maori warriors. Uh, the uh, the uh, what do they call them? Kiwi? The Kiwi? Yeah, the, the Kiwis. Kiwis. All right, well, so tell me about this war of the bucket. Where the where the hell did this happen? So uh, let me uh, let me set the scene here. Uh, there's a bucket in Madonia. Madonia that caused the death of four thousand men. Where the fuck is Madonia? Uh, Italian men. 700 years ago. Madonia, my good friend, is uh, in Italy, of course. Madon- Madonia. Uh, Madonia. Where? Hey, somewhere on the uh, east coast or some shit. I don't know. Near like Bologna? Near, uh, n- it could be near Bologna. It's uh, right next to Bologna, actually. How do you spell this? Uh, I don't know if I spelled it right. M-O-D-E or M-O-D-I-N-A. And it's right next to Bologna, B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Oh, Modena. Modena. Yeah, okay, I see where this is. So um, there's a bucket in Modena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right outside of Bologna. It's in between Bologna and Mantua. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why it's there in a second. Sure, yeah, tell me about it. Oh, it's halfway between Bologna and Parma. That's where See, Parmesan you get a, you is get from. You got a fucking Italian in here, and this is what happens. I have to tell you. 
It's also uh, equidistant from Bologna to where Ferrari is from. I'm done. You can tell me about this war. Bueno. Good. I don't know. I, I don't know what that, that word means. Good. Means. Oh, good. <laughs> bueno. Eh. Uh, so we're going to be doing Godfather here. Uh, now let me take you back here, uh, Dean, to uh, to Italy in the Middle Ages, right? That sounds like a terrible place to go in the Middle Ages. Well, of course, because Italy's divided, right? Yeah. It's divided into a bunch of city-states. There's half of them are Team Emperor, which is up in Germany, and half of them are Team a Pope, which is down in wherever the fuck the Pope it's is. It's in, like, northern northern Italy. I thought it was southern Italy. What, Rome? Yeah. It's, like, middle way, a little bit further north than you'd oh. think. No, well, it's further no. south. It's it's a little bit further south. It's wherever the fucking Pope is. Sure! So there's Team Pope, right? Uh, for our story... We're going to be talking about Bologna, which is Team Pope, versus Modena, which is uh, Team Emperor, right? And uh, the uh, the uh, the ruler of uh, Modena, Pasarino Bellacoslo, Cosi. Sure. Bonacoslo. Don't try and say it. Bonacosi. Bonacosi. Sure. And uh, the Pope. Uh, he's part, he's part of the Team Emperor. Pope, not a fan of him, huh? Not a yeah, fan no, of our no boy, Posarino. Uh, so back then, right? We're going back to the year 1325. Wow. You might be thinking, like, what's going on then, huh? Um, Yeah, what is going on then? Well, there's some border disputes. It's getting kind of crazy. It's getting kind of weird. Is this during or before the Hundred Years' War? I don't fucking know. Okay. It's, it's after. It's Pro- after the Hundred Years' War. It's probably before. When was the Google? Just keep telling me. When was the Hundred Year War? This. So uh, Bologna was invading and burning some uh, some of their fields, right? Bologna's like fucking up their shit in uh, in July. You said what? Thirteen. It's thirteen twenty-five. Okay, yeah, it's ten years before the uh, before the Hundred Years' War. Perfect. Okay, now we know. Now we have even better context. So 10 years before the Hundred Years' War. In Italy. The country that was not involved in the Hundred Years' War. Even better. I'm I'm really glad we had to fucking sort that. God, I'm really bad at keeping you on track. Sort that whole thing out. Uh, In July of that year, Mm -hmm. Bologna was running around burning some of their fields, right? Just fucking shit up. A few months later, they came back for two weeks and smashed up a bunch of their cities. Some real sick shit. This is this is Team Pope that's burning and pillaging. This is right? Team Pope, yeah. This is yeah, Team Pope. Yeah, that Fox seems pretty Team Pope because they got they're coming after the dude. He's mm-hmm. got a bounty on his head. Oh, the uh, the Pope is offering uh, whatever, like uh, whatever the whatever the Pope Pope gives you, like pretty much like oh wh- whatever the crusade was about. What a free ticket to heaven! Yeah, like a free ticket to heaven. Cool, whatever those are called. I think it's called golden ticket. Charlie Bucket got one once. Oh, Charlie Bucket is he involved? He might be. Just sit back, you know, with those trying di- with those doughy eyes. Uh, in September, Bologna lost a, a fort, and no one really knows why. Could be, uh, could be Medania was fucking with him. Could be otherwise. Uh, with this, oh, they think that they took it. So with this now, this confidence, right? The Modanese snuck into the the heart of the capital. 
of Bologna, right? Bologna. And uh, they stole a, a bucket from their main well. Right? You might be thinking, why are they looking at this bucket and this well? Some I mean, people... That, that kind of seems like a dog running over to another dog's spot and pissing on it. Well, I think well, some people are speculating that they just wanted to drink water, right? Sure. You know what was in this bucket in the well, though? Huh. A bunch of loot, a bunch of gold. What? So Who left gold in the well? <sighs> Fucking Italians, I don't know. God. You guys got like a, a thing? It's like, hey, you, uh, for good luck, you put a bucket full of loot in the well in downtown. I, I guess. Whatever. So this crazy shit, right? They ran off with this loot. Odd thing is that uh, they just wanted to drink. So now the monies have this loot and the bucket in their turf, right? Uh, the the Bolognians, super pissed off about this. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, can't just be coming into our fucking land, stealing our bucket with the fucking loot. Give no. it back. Yeah. I'm you know, walking here. Do you know what the uh, Modernese said? Uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, pretty much like it, it, whatever it, every Italian tells you to do. Any, ever. You want, you want to know my, my favorite uh, Italian the, phrase? The, the, the this thing? I mean, effectively, it's it's a va focuno. Oh, my God. You scream, va focuno. Can we even air this now in Italy? Yeah, it means fuck your ass. Wow, Jesus. Sodomy? I, I, so I learned it because I was at my Italian teacher's house uh, watching the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, it was <laughs> Italy literally was losing the game and they and they lost and he was literally like an inch from the screen just screaming Bafocuno do Madre Was was Italy in the uh, city of uh, who were they who were they playing? Oh, I don't even remember. Oh, well they should have stole this bucket of the city. Well yeah, actually my, my teacher was from Bologna. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. That's why he's probably so angry. Uh, remember that uh remember that smashing thing that they did a few months ago? Yeah. Where uh, the Bolognese uh was like fucking with Madonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh in their property. Uh Did you get a weird thing too? No. Okay. Uh well the loot that they had that was in this bucket mm-hmm. was when they were smashing up Madonia's shit. When they're just coming across the uh, when they're coming across the border, and smashing them up when they're lighting their fields and fire and shit, so that even it's like even more of a fuck you. It's like yeah, we stole this from you, but it's our shit. We want we it put back. it in the bucket because it's like your shit, but we want it back. It's like no, we're not giving you the fucking shit back, dude. Who are you, the British Museum? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, this, the belongs in a museum. <laughs> so demand this loot and shit, and um. Bologna is uh, is pretty pissed, right? Because they because they really want this bucket back. They they see this as a huge slap in the face, very disrespectful, right? So you might be thinking, uh, this is all chill, right? This is all okay until war is declared, right? Like everything is fine unless war is declared. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what happened? War was declared. War was declared. Yeah, you really fed me that answer. Yeah, war was declared. You said war was declared like twice in your question. Of what, so what Bologna, happens next. Bologna, not to look like a fool, they got the, uh, not to look like a fool in front of the Pope, they got 32,000 men to to fight for this bucket. Wow. This bucket full of loot. They got 32,000, and they're like marching in the Modenese fucking territory, right? Modena? Modena. 
Modinesia. I don't know why you keep adding an yeah at the end. It's just Maldonesia. Just Modina. Whatever, dude. Sure, 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 sure. Keep going. Should have given you the Italian one. Yeah, no, duh. I'm Italian. I should have read the emu. Y- yeah, or... emus are a little easier to read than Modena and Bologna and. I like I like being an idiot though. <laughs> um. So, but uh, but the Modenese, Modenese. Yeah, the Modenese. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the Modenese. Uh, they weren't going to let this happen. Well, no, duh. When you see 32,000 people marching at you, what the hell do you think is going to happen? They're going to be like... Well, they got 7,000 of their own men met them there, right? God, Italians are brave. <laughs> Very brave. <laughs> um, so this was the uh, Battle of Zipolino. Zipolino. Just keep going. Zapolino. Zapolino. It's probably Zapolino. Zappolino. Yeah. This is the Battle of Zappolino, right? Hey, how you doing, Zappolino? Hey, this needs a little bit of editing. Uh, <laughs> so they were scooped up before uh, before the, the 32,000 people showed up. Who? Wait, the 7,000? Yeah, they scooped the them 7, up. 7,000 Modanese. Who, who scooped them up? The, the... No, the 32,000 were coming. Yeah. 7,000 scooped them up. I was trying to put a... A, a bucket pun in there. Oh, I guess it don't didn't. do that. I'm I just very confused by who would. It was, it was kind of. I feel like it was kind of janky. Yeah, it really was. I really feel like I felt like someone came in and just like picked up seven thousand people and just <laughs> moved them somewhere. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, like the Modenese, they have uh, they have this bucket right, mm-hmm. and they have, with the power of the bucket, they won the battle. Seven thousand to thirty-two thousand. The seven thousand win. Okay, right? pretty badass. Yeah, and they chased them all the way back to Bologna, the Bolognese uh, capital. Right. Wow. And um, and in the most Italian fashion, they uh they had a uh they had a little game in front of their uh, in front of their main capital. Like they were just having like a festival of the poles. They had there's like artist renditions of this motherfucker. There, it's it's insane what they did. It, it the the most uh, the most Italian thing since gay sex, right? Uh, they just sure. hosted athletic games uh, of gymnastics, pole climbing, pole sitting, pole throwing, lots of pole shit. Cool. I don't really understand why. Well, it's probably the best thing they had. And uh, now, they, uh, and uh, not only that, right? To embarrass them even more. Yeah, they had the bucket. They took another bucket. Oh! They took the bucket from outside the city. There's a well there. <laughs> They're like, hey, <laughs> now we got two of your fucking buckets. How you like me now? Uh, Four thousand men died in the battle, though. Uh, uh, over wait. over one year, <laughs> over one day. Wait, 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 for the first bucket, though, right? Yeah, the the battle that we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. And all fun and games. 4,000 men died in that battle over one day worth of bucket. Wow. But, you know, they have two buckets, though. So. Yeah, they got two now. And uh, it's pretty. it was pretty much like that for 200 years. The Pope fighting shit, or whoever the Pope was at the time. Emperor fighting shit. And then some, I don't know, they made peace or some shit, and then they fought somebody else. But the uh, craziest thing, you might be asking yourself, like, well, how does this get even crazier? Um, my guess is the bucket was never returned, and it's still bucket in Modena. was never returned, still in Modena, in a church in Modena. Is it? You can see this bucket online. We're, we're, we might even have a, a 
a uh, a field trip there one day. I'd be so down. Cuz uh like it's it's 700 year old bucket never got returned. <laughs> I don't know if it's still got the loot in it. Probably doesn't. But probably does not. Ain't that some crazy shit? Yeah, that's insane. 4000 men died over a bucket. Yeah. Like, that's some crazy. That's shit. crazy. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Over a bucket. I mean to be fair, it's probably more about the jewels in the bucket. No, it's more about the Italian pride. Of oh, of course. It's like, uh, hey, you can't just be coming over here taking my bucket. You not like it's not like my wife. You can't just beat the bucket. Now, to be fair, it also ended in an incredibly Italian style. Yeah, where they were like A festival. No, <laughs> where they were like, oh, you're sending literally over four times the amount of troops as we're sending. We got this. We got it. Not only did they, they did. say that they got and it. And they got it. They met them halfway there. And they, they didn't even they, let them touch their property. And they fought them all the way back. They, uh, I think the word is rooted. Where, um, like the, uh, so rooted in medieval times is when you scared the other guys so bad that they like dropped their weapons and ran off. Wow. The whole thing is ridiculous. Well, I mean, for the. I still like the fair outside the. Uh, oh, I mean that's very Italian. Like, uh, hey, to you know, we just we just rude a, nice a bunch of men. Yeah, let's, let's get on some poles. Let's party. Um, that's awesome. They stole another bucket. That's so awesome. Two buckets. Yeah, that's crazy. That's literally like a slap in the face and then a kick in the dick. Yeah, that's great. That's honestly, I I love that. I wish I was a uh, Modenese now instead of Sicilian. Uh, but then again, the Sicilians are fucking insanely yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of crazy shit that goes in, in, in Sicilian, Sicilian uh, stuff. But I say, yeah, you know, you know, well, so Sicily is a technically its own country. Um, the same way that, like New Zealand is its own country, but they're like just very good. They have very good relations with the mainland near them. Yeah. And uh, the Sicilians, Sicily is where the mafia is from. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think most people know that. Probably not. Oh, well, for anyone who's listening that doesn't know, uh, the mob is from Sicilia. Yeah, yeah, that's why, because uh, because well, mafia means my family. It means the Cosa family. Nostra. And so, so that was the thing, is that if you were in the mafia, if you were a mafioso, you were, that was literally like what all Sicilian men were doing. They were either running a business or they were running the mafia or part of the mafia. And they are the ones who kind of started a lot of racketeering and they would, you know, have the people pay for protection. And um, so when World War II broke out, all these people for the last couple hundreds of years have been paying the mafia for protection in Sicily. And uh, as we all know, Mussolini became very good friends with Hitler and uh, yeah. the, the Nazis actually tried to take over Sicily. Because Sicily was like, yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, they we're, were gonna we're gonna them. do our own thing on our little island over here, and the Nazis were like, nine, nine, your island shall be ours. And so they came. They they Fuzzy they said Reich. Yeah, they they went over to Sicily, and uh, the mafia actually defeated the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they fought them back and they kicked them out of the island and shit. It's basically <laughs> like, effectively in uh, in modern day, uh, in a modern day. Uh, Kind of uh, comparison. Yeah, I was. I, I could really only think of juxtaposition. Um, yeah, yeah, in a modern day a comparison, juxtaposing. Effectively, the Sicilians were that uh, untouched tribe 
and the Nazis was that little Christian boy who just wanted to spread the good word of God, and so the Sicilians were like, no! Kind of, but not really, but yeah. I yeah, it's a you. comparison. It's a comparison. It's a comparison. <laughs> it's not a good one, but it's a comparison. It'd be like um, the Revolutionary War. Yeah, it's kind of like burn notice, you know? It's kind of like burn notice. <laughs> I don't know why. I always relate all of my things to burn notice now. It's a good show. No, it's not. I love that show. That's probably one of my favorite shows on television. Why? Because you can watch any season. You can watch. You can literally watch the first episode and uh, the last episode. You can You're watch. Like, yeah, you can I, watch I one episode of each season. Like you can do like season one, episode one, season two, episode two, season three, episode three. It'll be the same fucking show. Yeah. You know. Because every season is the exact same. You're, Every you're really, episode is the really exact me deep same. Here. Really cutting me deep here. Urgh. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were a, a spy that had a burn notice out on him. My name is Michael. I got a sperm notice on me. I got a sperm notice on me. <laughs> <laughs> they say my sperm has the intent to kill. That's season seven. He moved to like <laughs> Argentina or something. Yeah, and then the same shit happens. <laughs> Where he gets a lead about who could have burned him, and then that guy's going to help him, and then that guy backstabs him, and then everything ends up okay at the end of the season. And then the next season, he's like, oh, no, someone else knows, and now they're trying to burn me as well. Like, wow, good fucking job. You go know get, go get Jack Bauer. He'll solve it in a day. No, only 24 hours. And what is a day? Mm. How many hours are in a day, Michael? 12. Sure. In your day? Probably. Yeah, man. I'm just like <laughs> high all the time, dude. No, you're not. I'm just sober all the time, dude. <laughs> Whoa, you are not. You're just drunk <laughs> as fuck most of the day. You wake up the next day and you're like, uh, I need a beer. So that's crazy, you know, these wars? Like, yeah. Uh, emus, one bucket, lost. Yeah. I mean, really, I don't know if we have any other crazy wars to really kind of point out because at the end of the day, I feel like the most recent, like the most modern, crazy war. War on drugs. Yeah, literally. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's prob- probably the war on thinking. drugs. I mean, I'm literally wearing a dare sweater. But, um, but uh, well, yeah. there was the uh, football wars in uh, of in El Salvador in well, 1976. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you know that like quite literally it is or it was illegal to sell alcohol in any uh, sports arena in all of Brazil but because they were hosting the Olympics and Budweiser is a main sponsor of the Olympics they, they changed to. the law to be able to sell beer in the stadiums well, do you know I, why they had that fucking war. law uh, probably because soccer riots yeah literally because the there were like too many deaths in the stadium from not only drunken brawls between fans but also people getting trampled yeah, that's what happens. And so they were like, <laughs> all right, well, we feel like uh, alcohol is the uh, probably the aggregate in this whole situation, so uh, maybe if we just pull alcohol out of the stadiums, uh, everyone will calm the fuck down. And yeah. it worked. And then Budweiser was like, yeah, but that hurts our profits. Yeah, well, there's the Banana Wars, too. It was just essentially that, like a, um, a company coming into an area and saying, like, oh, we're going to do it like this, and people just suffer and die. Hmm. Sounds cool. There's, you know, that how many pig wars there's been in the in the history? Oh, too many. Three. There's three. Yeah, that's way too many. <laughs> Why the <laughs> fuck are there that many wars over pigs? 
no, like a pig just went into an. It the most ridiculous one is between America and Canada, where this pig went into like a Cana- like an American pig went into a Canadian uh, farm and ate some shit, and like war were declared, and there's actually like a standoff there. That sounds like the. Uh- that sounds like the plot line of the mo- of the John Candy movie Canadian Bacon. I I never seen it. Really? Oh, it's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite John Candy movies. Like Effectively, John Buck. John Candy and his friends are uh, they live in Niagara, New York, and they go over to Niagara, Canada, to go see some uh, like double A hockey. <laughs> and, what? <laughs> and uh, it already doesn't make any sense to me. Why? It's already. I don't care about any of this. It's. I'm getting to the fucking point. I don't like this at all. What's not to like? It's John Candy. He's a red-blooded American who hockey. hates Canada. I, good. And I like it already. So they're they're at the they're at the hockey rink and they're they're watching this like double A game and the, there's a fight going on on the, on the rink and they're like, this game sucks. This country sucks. These teams suck. And John Candy goes, yeah. And the beer sucks too. And every single person in the entire stadium, including all of the players, just like stop and stare at him and then bum rush him and attack him. And so because he caused a riot, the uh, the Mounties arrest him and take him over to Toronto uh, to put him in jail. And his friends uh, invade Canada and they'd start a secret war against <laughs> Canada to uh, to try and free John Candy. And the way they're doing it is they're just going across Canada littering. Ah, that gets them. Oh, it does. Yeah, I bet it's, that gets them. Oh, it's such a fun movie. Uh, I gotta watch it. Sounds like uh, In the Army Now with uh, Bill Murray. Where like, oh, the I third forgot act. that that came out like basically the same time as Stripes, right? Oh yeah, Stripes. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, you're talking about Stripes, okay? Yeah. You know, I was watching that movie the other day, and you know, I like, I like the concept of. Uh, of someone nowadays making a 90s style or 80s or 70s style comedy, mm-hmm. really 80s style comedy. Yeah. But they don't do it justice. Because when they I went back did. and watched Stripes, that movie is quite literally 85% just tits on screen. That's like what most of the, the 80s comedies were. It was like yeah, no, that's guys what... fucking around and women topless. Yeah. And, that's what uh, it is. That's what's a, that's what's the best thing. You can't do that now. No, no. I was like, wow, that was all tits. Well, that you was... could. What was I watching the other day? It had tits in it. Porn? I don't know. Yeah, it was something. Did Venom have tits? I haven't seen Venom yet, but um, I actually heard that Tom Hardy had a major freakout on set of of Venom because about halfway through filming, he was like. Like he knew it was gonna be a shit movie, mm-hmm. just based on the script and based on like what they were filming, and he he just like had a fucking meltdown because he's like, God, like I just like I I've been like I'm a very respected actor, and I try to take on this role that I love. He's like because because he's a huge Venom fan of the comics, and he's like, you guys are making a fucking mockery out of this, <laughs> and so he 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 supposedly had this like giant freak out on set. It's really, really the two best freakouts on set that I that I go back and watch often are is uh, Michael Sarah. Okay, he has a freakout because he was uh, originally the main character of Knocked Up. 
the oh, Judd Apatow right? movie. Okay. And they're filming this. They're filming this date in a, in a restaurant, and Judd Apatow's like, "Michael, you just gotta give me more. You just gotta give me more." And he's like, "Okay." And they do another take. And he's like, "You got. You gotta give me more. You gotta feel it. You gotta give me more." And Michael Sarah's like, "What do you want, huh?" What do you want? You want more? I gave you more. You want less? I gave you less. I gave you more energy, less energy. High energy, low energy. This energy, that energy. What the fuck do you want? Do like you want talking to, to you. Sit? Oh yeah, but yeah, it, it's so funny. He has this like massive freak out, and that's why they actually recast that role is because of that freak out. Wow. The other Just one. Why you think that he's a nice? He looks like such a nice guy. No, he looks like a guy who's been picked on his entire life, <laughs> and then oh. made it famous. <laughs> But my other favorite one is uh is Christian Bale. Yeah, that one's the best. I knew you were gonna say it. Of course. In uh in Terminator. Terminator, Genesis. No, it wasn't Genesis. It was the one before that. Research. No, it wasn't Resurgence. Arm. I think it's like Armageddon or something. It was like T four, wasn't it? Yeah, but it wasn't called T four. I know. It was called something stupid. It was before G- Genesis or whatever they. But yeah, he uh for those of you actually still listening who um. <laughs> Who have not seen that? Definitely check it out. It's him just screaming at a at a at a sound at a lighting technician. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's great. It's like <laughs> you're being a real it's salvation, Terminator salvation. It's like you're being a real fucking asshole right now or something. Like you know, it's a good freak out because yeah, he's uh, like, are you even a fucking professional? Because everybody there felt the same way that he did but he's the only one that said anything of course because he's a star he can like but everyone's also being like nice i don't know why everyone was being nice everything that's you how, see that's about how people in showbiz are they're very nice I always feel, outwardly i always heard that everyone's like an asshole like oh they hey are, dean mullen well like, they're oh. they're outwardly nice yeah yeah they're very two-faced and fake oh that's interesting yeah exactly um that came out nine years ago yeah i believe it was that before or after batman Batman. Which Batman? Oh, shit. It was, like, in the middle. I feel like... Uh, Dark Knight came out in, what, 2007? Dark Knight's the best one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, I meant Batman Begins came out in, like, 2007. Oh, yeah, then. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. It, it happened, like, in the middle of all that. Yeah. Maybe the same time. Because, yeah, Dark Knight is the best one. I was just thinking of Batman Begins with Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, I was watching something about uh, Batman Begins the other day, and they showed a bunch of clips I, I don't fucking remember at all. I was like, did I even watch this movie? It's it's pretty good when you go back and watch it. Yeah, it's just like, I hate I hate like film theories and stuff. It's like, well, if the if he used the uh, microwave machine and it evaporated all the water in the city, it would have started with the humans. Well, yeah, I mean that. Like That's a huge flaw. Like they're literally, they're va- they're they're va- they're vaporizing all water in the city, and humans are ninety six percent water. Like oh. everyone would have just popped. Yeah. <laughs> like it'd be like, like putting grapes in a microwave. Yeah, and it definitely wouldn't have affected the the sewer, which is like underground in house and everything before it affected the people. Literally the every yeah, yeah everything else. Yeah, I feel like that's a good place to end it. <laughs> Uh, if you want, sure. Uh, I've been Michael Johnson. Yeah, and I'm still Dean Maldonado. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Wild Wasteland. We do this uh, every week, probably, unless I'm lazy. Yeah, and uh, tune in next time for a deep dive into a 
really probably the the mother of all conspiracy theories. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff. If you like Stranger Things, tune in next week. Oh, good. Uh, it's a nice plug, right? Yeah, good plug. Yeah, that's right. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger, Stranger things. things. Eggo Stranger Waffles. Things. Stranger Things. Eleven. I hate Eggo Waffles. What? Huh? You hate Eggo Waffles?